Welcome to the Restore Yourself podcast. I am Coach Timothy, and I am a transformational coach who speaks on all things self-love, self-worth, believing in yourself, and understanding the law of attraction and more of what's really going on in this universe so that you can co-create a life that you are excited about waking up to. And speaking of more about what's going on in the universe, this episode is all about spiritual awakening. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast, I feel that it is for a reason. I'm very aware that there is a mass spiritual awakening going on on this planet and I've been on the path of spiritual awakening for about eight years now and it's been amazing. It's been just so fun in so many ways. I've learned so much and it's an ongoing process. There's always more to become aware of and to begin to understand and I'm also aware that in the beginning Sometimes there can be confusion. Sometimes there can be a bit of disorientation because I've been through the early stages of spiritual awakening. And so in this episode, I felt that I wanted to speak to those who may be early on in the process of spiritual awakening because you could say that I'm speaking to myself maybe about, you know, seven or eight years ago. The things I would have told myself back then to... uh, (laughs) Just be of comfort and reassurance. So here we go. First off, let me start with the definition of spiritual awakening. What does that even mean? So, you know, we're all aware of this physical world that we find ourselves navigating through. We have a certain kind of routine that maybe we're following. We have certain aspirations in life. We've been taught to believe certain things about the world, and a lot of them actually come from a state of lack or a sense of feeling incomplete. So, for example, many people live their lives feeling like they have to prove themselves, like they have to to prove their worth through certain accomplishments or, you know, maybe how much money they have in the bank or by the possessions they own, things like that. You know, there's been a lot of material focus in in Western culture for some time now. And a lot of people also seem to be, you know, just searching. They're just searching for something because they don't feel complete. You know, they feel this sense of emptiness. And so they're looking to try to remedy this sense of emptiness. And so many people are trying to remedy this feeling of emptiness through certain accolades on a resume, certain job titles, maybe a romantic relationship, earning a certain amount of money, having so many followers on a a social media account. These are all ways that people are looking to prove something to themselves or prove something to the world. And when you're trying to do anything to fill this sense of emptiness, Uh, you know, maybe you can relate, but a lot of people, they do. They get the relationship, they get the job, they get the money, they get the house, whatever it may be. And on the other side, a lot of people realize, oh, that didn't really change anything like I thought it would. Then it becomes, for some people, maybe they start searching and they're like, okay, if that didn't fix the problem, then... uh, 
Let me just go back to the drawing board and just let me see if I can figure out what's going on here. Other people, it may begin a new game. Maybe getting the house didn't really do much for me, but if I make so much money or if I get that relationship, then I'll probably feel better about myself. And so then a new game begins and then chances are, you know, that person may get the thing and again, find out that that didn't really fix this problem that they feel that they have. And it's this emptiness, you know, so many people just feel like there's this emptiness and no matter what they try, they just can't seem to find a way to escape this emptiness or do away with the emptiness. And this is why I wanted to define spiritual awakening because all over the world, and especially in Western culture, a lot of people are feeling disconnected from their spirit. By spirit, I mean, you know, the universe is made of energy everything is energy and if you look around there are all of these vast life forms and we barely understand how any of it works there's this magnificent thing called the sun which isn't in the perfect spot to sustain and maintain life on earth trillions upon trillions upon trillions of life forms we have the oceans and the rivers and the streams that are in a constant state of renewing themselves we have trillions of different plant species much of which provide our food not only our food but food for much of the animal kingdom and every single one of them has like intelligent designs so it grows exactly as it as it's meant to <laughs> and produces all of this bountiful food supply and to me, it's pretty clear that there is an intelligence behind all of this. It's a little too convenient, if you ask me, just to say it's all happening by chance. Because <laughs> it's all just happening so intelligently. And so a lot of people also just feel like there is something bigger going on in the universe. Something they can't quite put their finger on or understand. But they just sense that there's more. And so spiritual awakening to me is when you really begin to really find your way into what that more is. You begin to remember that there is this invisible force in the universe that is running the show. <laughs> it's supplying the intelligence to all of life, all the different life forms, holding it all together, holding the earth in the perfect place at that perfect distance from the sun so that everything works as it's designed to. There is this invisible force in the universe and for a long time that's been referred to as the spiritual realm. I, for me, as of late, have kind of developed a preference to say metaphysical more of the time. However, I also know that spiritual or spirituality is still definitely a big part of the collective language and so I have no problem talking about spiritual nature or spirituality like to me they both kind of mean the same thing you know spiritual and metaphysical essentially mean beyond what our physical senses can perceive so beyond our sight and our taste and our touch and our smell beyond all that there is this invisible force which again is responsible for maintaining all of life and so again with spiritual awakening people just really start to lean into oh there is more going on than I can see I don't quite know how it all works but clearly I am a part of it and a big sign of spiritual awakening is when people begin to realize that they are not their thoughts they are not their mind <laughs> they are more than their personality they just begin to sense there's more to them than meets the eye. 
So for example, with my story, this happened for me around the age of 30 because prior to my spiritual awakening, I was having a lot of anxiety. I was someone who catastrophized a lot of the time, meaning that I would worry about worst case scenarios a lot of the time. And so that kept me pretty stressed, (laughs) which was, I mean, I can laugh about it now. It was not fun at the time, but that was a big part of my consciousness. I I was worrying a lot of the time. And I just got to a point where I was like, this is not what life is meant to be, you know, me worrying about stuff all the time. And then I was introduced to teachings from the East. So teachings like Buddhism and Hinduism, and they taught me a lot about the mind and the nature of the mind and um, how... an undisciplined mind tends to just be kind of like a chatterbox, just talking about all kinds of things all day long, much of which can be negative or worrisome or self-critical, again, if the mind is undisciplined. And so that was the first time that I realized like, oh, maybe it's that my mind is undisciplined because it does tend to focus on a lot of negative things or worrisome things. It is very critical of myself. So maybe that's what's going on. And as I began to meditate more and learned how to be more disciplined with my mind, I did begin to realize that I was not my mind. There was something more going on than my mind. And realizing that, that began to put me in touch with the spiritual dimension. And it's not something that we can necessarily see, but it's something that we can feel. And I could just feel there's more to me. There's this presence here, this invisible presence that I can feel. It's as if it's watching my mind. I could just sense that it was there. It was watching my mind, which helped me to begin to experience that I was more than my mind. Because prior to that, you know, I thought I was my thoughts. I thought I was my circumstances. I thought I was all the labels, you know, that society had given to me. I thought I was my name that I was given at birth. But as I began to sense into the spiritual dimension, I realized that I am life. My human body is an aspect of life. It's an aspect of the earth. This body is made of the earth. It's made of air. It's made of water. It's made of food, which all comes from the earth. It's made of sunlight. So my body is very much nature. So therefore, this body is life. And then again, there's this invisible force, which is animating the body. It's maintaining trillions of processes, all the organs and the activity of the brain and the heart and developing the bones, like all of it is just happening automatically. I don't have to think about any of it. I respond to the body's needs, you know, by giving it water and food and, uh, you know, fresh air and things like, and exercise and things like that. But all these other trillions of processes, I don't have to consciously manage that. (laughs) It happens automatically by this invisible intelligence. I was like, oh yeah, I am life. You know, I am an aspect of life and there is this intelligence that is doing so much to maintain the physical aspect of me. And then as I sense more into the spiritual or the metaphysical aspect of me, I could sense that that aspect of me was pretty still, pretty quiet, very at peace. It was watching the activity of my mind, but it was not 
confined to the activity of my mind. And that was really powerful for me just to know that I am not my thoughts, especially because again, at that time, my thoughts were so worrisome. But that was a huge weight off my shoulders. Oh, I am not my thoughts. There's so much more to me than my thoughts. And from there, I was introduced to a teacher named Eckhart Tolle. I remember that I became aware of a book that he wrote called The Power of Now. I was excited about listening to it. I got it on as an audiobook at that time, and I started playing it while I was in my car. And after I listened to just the, the like the first paragraph <laughs> of the introduction, Eckhart had used a parable and just by hearing the parable, I felt something wake up inside of me. It was in my heart space. You could think about like maybe a flower that hadn't bloomed yet. And in that moment, I felt this opening in my heart space in the middle of my chest. It was like the flower had instantly bloomed and I could just feel this. I could feel something had awakened within me. And I was in my early 30s, maybe like 32 at the time. And it was so noticeable. I was like, wow, something just happened. And then I felt this message from within me that said, this is the teaching that you have been waiting your entire life for. (laughs) This teaching is going to be so powerful for you. And it's really going to help you make sense of this thing that you refer to as the spiritual dimension. It's going to help you with finding more peace within yourself, more harmony with life. Like this book is a teaching that you have been waiting for for a very long time. And so to me, that was such a notable part of my spiritual awakening because I felt that incredibly noticeable opening in my chest. (laughs) It was like my spirit was like, Hi, I'm here. (laughs) I'm a part of you, and it's time for you to get back in touch with me. And to me, that's exactly what a spiritual awakening is. It's getting back in touch with your spirit, the invisible part of us that is aware of what's really going on in the universe and that can provide us really valuable life guidance so that we can create a life that feels good, a life that's based in peace, in harmony, in growth, in allowing our dreams to unfold, having the courage to follow the calling of our dreams, our our heart's desires, and by doing so, being led to a life that is based on things like fun and play and harmony, and joy, and loving relationships, supportive relationships, and health, and well-being, and having a mind that's (laughs) not at odds with itself all the time. Because the further I've gone down the spiritual or metaphysical path, the more I've been able to really manage my mind. And, you know, I've learned how to quiet my mind when I need to. I've learned how to focus my mind more on the things that I am interested in life, the things that I do want to create in life. And that's where the law of attraction comes in because the law of attraction teaches us that our thoughts are incredibly powerful. And actually the thoughts that are powerful are the thoughts that have to do with what we want to experience in life. The kinds of experiences, the kind of relationships, the kinds of ways that we want to serve the world, like those are the powerful thoughts. I've actually gotten to a point where I've had psychic abilities come online. I have received teachings from non-physical beings, so invisible beings that we might call spirit guides or angels or archangels. I do something that's called channeling 
feeling. And so that's where I receive information from the invisible world. So again, spirit guides or angels or archangels, all of which are based in unconditional love because that's actually... the truth of the universe, it's unconditional love. So all of these beings are communicating from that place of unconditional love. And I also listen to other people who do channeling and psychic work. And I'll never forget this because this teaching is so incredibly powerful. As I decided that I was interested in channeling more, I discovered a teacher named Sarah Landon and she channels a group of ascended master beings called the council and typically what the term ascended master means is that these are beings that have been on earth before most often have lived many earthly lives because uh, reincarnation is a thing Many of us here on Earth have had other lifetimes here so that we can really explore the human experience and just learn more about what it is to be in physical form, which really helps expand our soul because the universe is eternal. We are eternal. (laughs) We've always existed. We always will exist because, you know, we are an expression of the universe and the universe is eternal. So yeah, an Ascended Master being is typically a being that has had many lifetimes in physical form, often many lifetimes on Earth, and now they are teaching from the invisible side of things, the non-physical side of things. And when a human being channels this frequency, because in the universe everything is frequency and energy, everything works on a certain vibration, a certain speed of light vibrating, and that's why we can also say it has a frequency. And so human beings actually channel all the time from this invisible field of creativity. You could call it source energy this unlimited field of potential and possibility and creativity, and it's all based in unconditional love. And so human beings actually channel all the time. Poetry is channeled. (laughs) So many forms of music are channeled. Many art forms and many even recipes are channeled. And many human beings over the millennia have learned how to receive information from the invisible side of things. Again, whether it be spirit guides or angels or archangels or even ascended masters. Again, beings that have had one or more lifetimes on earth and now they are teaching by allowing their frequency to be received by a human being who has learned how to be open to these frequencies. And then they receive the information so that they can first and foremost apply it to their life and then if it helps their life and they feel called to share it then you know of of course they can share if that feels right to their heart and their intuition and so again I discovered this channel and spiritual teacher named Sarah Landon and again she channels this group of ascended master beings called the council and one of my favorite teachings that I've ever heard was that our negative thoughts are not that powerful the power that they hold is in the moment when we think them so as we think negative thoughts they don't feel good in that moment because they're not aligned with the truth of the universe because the universe is unconditional love. So anytime we think self-critical thoughts or judgmental thoughts, anything like that, 
they don't feel good, maybe you can relate. I know they sure don't feel good for me. But the reason they don't feel good is because they're not aligned with our truth. And our truth, again, is unconditional love. So those thoughts aren't very powerful in terms of creation in our lives. The power they hold is that they let us know in the moment that they're not aligned with our truth and therefore they don't feel very good. So if you're in a spiral of judging yourself and then on an emotional level, you start to feel kind of awful. The reason that we feel awful in that moment is because our emotional guidance system is saying, hey, these thoughts are not aligned with the truth of you and therefore the truth of the universe because they are putting yourself down. They are just not aligned with truth because your truth is that you are love. You are created and sustained by love. So anything that puts you down is just not aligned with that. So again, the powerful thoughts are when we focus on what we're interested in, what we want to create in our life. So for example, more love, more fun, more adventure, more service to the world, exciting travel, creativity, maybe in art forms or other ways of expressing ourselves, laughing with each other. <laughs> These are the powerful thoughts when we focus on what feels good to us. And we're all different, you know, different things feel good to us. Some people like might like the idea of creating recipes all day, like that brings them joy. Other people might like the idea of taking a year to get out and see the world and experience different cultures and that brings them a lot of joy. Other people may want to start learning music and writing music and putting out videos of them singing songs they've created that might bring them joy. So when we focus our thoughts on the things that we're truly interested in, the things that we want to experience and create in our life, those are the powerful thoughts. And other powerful thoughts are when we talk kindly to ourselves, when we think kindly about other people, when we think kindly about the world. Again, when we think about how we can have a positive benefit in the world by doing the things that we love and then sharing them with the world most often the things that we love can be shared with the world whether it's art whether it's an encouraging speech whether it's a thank you note <laughs> the things that we like to do that feel good often they can be shared with the world and serve the world in some way even creating your own business where maybe you're making organic pastries a lot of people are gonna really enjoy those organic pastries and they'll probably feel really good about them knowing that they have organic ingredients. Maybe you have talents that help people laugh. Maybe you do funny character voices, you know, and, and then you make animated videos that just are a blast to watch. They create so much laughter. That could be a way that you offer service to the world because laughter is truly a gift. I think hopefully most people can recognize that, <laughs> that laughter is a gift. Uh, it sure helps me feel better. So these are the powerful thoughts when we think about what we want to create in the world, what feels good to us in terms of how we want to experience life. And so that's why I teach on the law of attraction, because it's all about understanding how powerful our thoughts are. And again, the truly powerful ones are the ones that are focused on what feels good to us. And the more that we focus on anything, the more likely it is that we welcome in an experience like what we're thinking about or something close to it into our life. So again, for as an example, let's say you do want to start a business and I'll go back to the organic pastry.
elementary example. The more often that you spend time thinking thoughts on that business, oh wow, this is really possible. Oh wow, I would really enjoy that. Oh, let me think about the recipes I'd want to start with. Oh, let me think about all the people that would really enjoy my pastries. Oh, let me think about the fun pictures that I would take of these amazing organic pastries and then post them online so people can enjoy the artistry of the pictures of these pastries. <laughs> the more that you think those kind of thoughts, the more likely that you might be to actually get started and create the business. <laughs> <laughs> because you are thinking all of these thoughts, which I don't know, to me, those thoughts felt pretty good. And so the more often that you spend time thinking those thoughts, you very well might get to a place where you're like, oh, I'm actually going to do this. I'm actually going to start it. And because the universe is interconnected, there's a good chance that you could attract help people that will be able to help you get started in various ways. Maybe you'll uh, attract someone who wants to take some of the pictures to start creating their portfolio. So it's like, you know, one less thing that you have to do. Maybe you'll synchronistically bump into someone who has extra counter space and a local small business where you can start putting your pastries out to the public. All these things can start to be attracted to us when we're clear about what it is that we want to create and then when we really believe that it's possible for it to come into existence that we actually can create it and bring it to the world. That's the dynamics of the law of attraction. The more that we maintain our focus on something that we want to create, we begin to attract all kinds of things that are related to that and that can definitely be in the form of help and assistance or more inspiration, more ideas, more creativity, even finances coming in. You know, that definitely can happen too in unexpected ways. I've heard some pretty amazing stories where people had an idea about creating something and then some big time help showed up because that person was so clear about what they wanted to create. They were so passionate and then just unexpected help showed up in their life. I mean, that happened for me when I moved across the country at the age of 30. I wanted to experience what it was like to be an actor in Los Angeles, to study acting in Los Angeles. And when I really made the choice to do it, doors opened up for me. A lot of things showed up to help make the transition pretty easy and possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I can speak to it from first-hand experience. And I had a lot of fun exploring acting in Los Angeles. I was there for about seven years, and, you know, I got to have a lot of fun studying acting and, you know, and doing things like improv. It was a, a whole lot of fun. And, uh, again, when I made that choice to move from the East Coast to the West Coast, and I really committed to it, doors opened up. And so that's why I teach on the law of attraction, because, you know, our thoughts aren't bad. It's just the question is, what kind of thoughts are we thinking? What kind of thoughts are we focused on? And it's actually our consciousness, you know, our, our spirit that is, again, watching the nature of our mind. And our spirit is our true power in life, because our spirit is the one that's going to supply all of the creativity, the positive ideas, the uplifting ideas, again, the energy that comes from love. The thing is, is that we have free will as a human being on earth. So we can tune into our spirit and we can receive the love from our spirit, the creativity, the inspiration from our spirit, or we can choose to 
ignore it, if you will. We can become disconnected from it. And for a long time, much of humanity has felt really disconnected from their spirit. And that's why so many human beings have felt really alone on the inside. They felt that sense of emptiness. They felt disconnected from the natural world, from the planet. They have started to believe all of these negative stories about themselves, feeling like they have to prove their worth, feeling they have to prove that they matter. Like these are all symptoms of being disconnected from one's spirit. And a whole lot of people on the planet have been having this experience of feeling disconnected all at the same time. However, we're at a very exciting time on earth where more and more people by the day, you know, millions of people all over the planet are beginning to remember that there's more to them than meets the eye, that they are much more than their mind, that they are much more than their body, that there's this invisible aspect to them which is watching their entire human experience. We might call that watching part our consciousness. When we remember it and we tap into it, there's this infinite supply of positivity, of encouragement, of inspiration, of creativity and ideas and love. And so when we reconnect to our spirit and we start leaning on our spiritual connection to guide us in life, that's where life can become really exciting, really fun. We start developing the courage to actually embrace the dreams that are in our heart because the dreams in our heart are there for a reason. Our spirit, our soul planted those dreams in our heart before we were born into this current human body. So they're there for a reason. They're designed to lead us on the most amazing adventure in this life. And when we embrace those dreams again, we do start to be led down a path which takes us out of the predictable, out of the ordinary. Some people might even call it boring. Because <laughs> a lot of people, they don't want the predictable anymore. They want adventure. They want fun. They want inspiration. They want joy because that's the energy that our spirit comes from. You know, it comes from that adventure, that joy, that infinite possibility. And so a lot of people are craving what their spirit or their soul is offering rather than the predictable or the quote unquote safe, the ordinary, <laughs> a lot of things that culture has taught us as normal. But, you know, I think we all realize that no matter how safe any situation feels, that things can always change in an instant. And so, again, I just feel that so many people are craving that adventure. They're craving what their soul, their spirit is offering. And that's what's been true for my life. I had my adventures in Los Angeles in 2021. I started to crave the mountains and the forests. So now I'm living in Colorado. And let me tell you, there's a whole lot of mountains and forests and lakes and rivers to explore here. I mean, I got to swim in a Colorado river this year. And let me tell you, it is it is transformative. Like that water is so pure, so clean, so refreshing. It's like... <laughs> It's better than any pool I've ever been in, I gotta tell you. And that was one of many adventures I had here in Colorado this past year because my soul was craving adventure and nature. And again, there's a whole lot of nature here to explore. And so this is the door that starts to open up when we realize that we're having a spiritual awakening. <laughs> we realize that, again, there's more to us than meets the eye. There's an invisible aspect of us that we can feel that 
that we can sense. And as we connect back to that and we trust it more, we begin to see that our soul has the best possible experience in mind or at heart for us in this life. It wants to take us on adventures. It wants us to have fun. It wants us to enjoy every moment of this life, which is going to be in the present moment. Because again, as we learn to train our mind to be in the present moment, that's where all of the joy is. That's where all of the beauty is. Everything that life is offering is always in the present moment. And again, as we learn to train our mind, we can experience everything that life is offering in the moment. As we focus on what feels good, as we begin to make our life about joy in the present moment, about creating a life that we love, it just continues to get better. That's what the law of attraction teaches, that as you enjoy your life more, you attract more into your life to enjoy. That's how the law of attraction works. And so I'll be getting into more about the law of attraction in future episodes. I actually did a really great episode the very first episode that is, I speak about how the nature of reality is a mirror. (laughs) And so if you want to get into that teaching, that's available in episode one of this podcast. But here's what I really want to communicate. If you find yourself going through a spiritual awakening, again, meaning that you just realize that there's more to you than meets the eye. You can feel the invisible aspect of you. You can feel that presence that is watching your mind, that greater aspect of you. First and foremost, I want you to know that you're not alone. There are so many people all across the planet going through this experience at different stages. Some people are in the earlier stages. Some people are maybe more so like they've been on the path for a few years now, so they're familiar with a lot of spiritual and metaphysical concepts. And then there's people who have been, you know, on the path for a long time, in some case, decades. I've been on this path for about eight years. It's been a pretty transformational eight years. I've learned a lot because I developed a hunger for it. I've learned from many, many, many spiritual, metaphysical, and conscious teachers over the past eight years. It kind of became my main point of focus was to like learn and apply and practice and really allow my life to be transformed. And it really, really has in the past eight years. So first and foremost, you're not alone. After that, I would offer that this is very natural very normal because there's a lot more going on in the universe than we've ever realized up until this point when we start to awaken. When we begin to awaken or remember, we get back in touch with what's really going on in the universe, that everything is interconnected, that everything comes from one energy, one source energy, one creative, loving intelligence that sometimes, you know, is referred to as source energy. Some people might call that God. Some people might call that creator. Some people might call it goddess, you know. (laughs) I often use the term source energy, meaning the original energy that everything comes from. Because if you, you know, if you look at... (laughs) All of the things that are coming out and all of these different studies, more and more and more, it's being realized everywhere that everything is interconnected. Everything works on frequency and vibration and is energy in its true nature. And, you know, all energy is related. All energy is connected and all energy is interdependent. So... Uh, So again, this is very natural and normal. And, you know, if you are feeling confused at times, if you are feeling disoriented at times, just go easy on yourself. 
go easy on yourself. It's a process. That spirit aspect of you is guiding the process. It knows what it's doing. Even if your human mind feels lost at times, feels confused, maybe feels a bit disoriented at times, like just go easy on yourself. Be patient with yourself. I would offer to trust the process. That's what I've had to do over the years is just really learn how to trust the process. It begins to unfold one layer at a time, almost like the layers of an onion. It unfolds one layer at a time and that spiritual aspect of you, which I often refer to as the higher self, the highest self, the one that is connected to the the big picture and what's really going on in the universe and is and comes from that place of unconditional love it's overseeing this process of awakening and remembering all the aspects of you including you know the spiritual aspects so again just be patient go easy on yourself give yourself grace and just know that there is a higher aspect of you a greater consciousness that is overseeing the process and there's just so many materials out there these days there's so many people talking about this now so many people have become aware that they've had a spiritual awakening and they're talking about it so it's everywhere people are talking about it on the main social media platforms you know there's all kinds of books you know I mentioned my first teacher which was Eckhart Tolle and I've had many many teachers that I've studied the teachings of since then so many different things out there and so if you are in a place where you're just maybe you are feeling a little confused at times I have a website it's coachtimothypatrick.com feel free to check it out send me an email Let me know what's going on because I do offer spiritual coaching. I also offer mindset coaching. I do a form of psychic intuitive work where, you know, I connect with spirit guides to help provide insights on certain life situations. I'm someone, again, who's been on the path for eight years. So, you know, I also, you know, I have an, an Instagram account. I have a TikTok account. On my TikTok account, I have all kinds of videos about, you know, metaphysics and spirituality and law of attraction. So I'm definitely someone who's talking about it and sharing about my journey. So you're always welcome to check out the insights on my channels because I have shared quite a bit at this point. I also have a blog, which is lifeastimothy.com. That's where you can find some of the messages that I have channeled from spirit guides and angels and archangels and ascended masters and the blog posts are always about living a life that's based in unconditional love that's based in true worthiness that's based in allowing support from all the support that is available in the universe especially from the invisible side the spirit guides the angels because there is a whole lot of support in this universe so the blog posts that you'll find on my blog have a lot to do with that that's just a a few things (laughs) There's some resources that are there, resources that I've created that have to do with the things that I've learned on my path. So I hope this has been helpful. I just really want to encourage those that are beginning to understand there is more to them. I want you to know that, you know, you're not alone, that there's so many of us all over the planet. And again, so many of us are talking about it. So just know that we're all in this together. Again, just know how supported we are by supporting each other through this 
this spiritual awakening process and also just again that there is a lot of invisible support that we can begin to open up to if we feel ready if it feels good to us there's never any pressure i hear this from the spirit guides all the time there's never any pressure nothing's ever forced on us in this human experience because we do have free will we're never forced to ask for help or to receive the help but if it feels good to us we can ask for help and it might just be a simple prayer like i often pray to my higher self and i say you know like hey i'm looking for guidance i'm looking for help i'm looking for support i'm looking for answers in this area of my life i'm open to the highest possible answer that comes from the energy of unconditional love or higher and then fun things happen in my life i might be directed to a book or a video or i might be directed to reach out to a friend or pick up some magazine and <laughs> and then I find my answer by following my intuitive guidance. So there is a lot of support. Again, we're never forced into or obligated into asking for it or even receiving it. It's definitely there though if we if we do want to begin to open up to it and I definitely have. So just putting that out there. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found this podcast helpful, please feel free to subscribe or share it with a friend. Again, I do have two prior episodes, uh, episode one and two. Episode one is a lot about the law of attraction and how reality, physical reality, Reality is set up as a mirror to our internal reality. And then episode two is about a self-love practice, really beginning to learn how to love ourselves more because that is so important in this human experience. That's something that I've realized and I have claimed for myself how important unconditional self-love is, especially because that's the energy we all come from is unconditional love. It makes life a whole lot more enjoyable, a lot easier if you ask me. just opens me up to have a lot more fun. So again, thanks for listening and I will be back with more episodes. Until then, I hope you have the most amazing day and blessings always.